0: Scott Dixon, good lord, man who, I don't know, ripped the heart out of Colton Hardy yesterday as I wrote. And Rena's VK might have been a little bit grumpy, that uh, the two of you took something, quote, took something from him. How are you feeling other than having some sort of nasally something that's come along? How are you feeling the next morning knowing that, yeah, all right, this Chip Ganassi team, we're, uh, we're showing that we got some speed.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely cool, man. You know, uh, obviously the, the the goal of last week was to to try and get all of the cars into the fast nine, and you know the team did a tremendous job to to pull that off. You know, and and that's that's every team's dream. Um, you know, for those with Ganassi cars. So I think Chip was actually finally happy for a change, which was uh, which was good to see. <laughs> um, but you know, it was definitely tense. You know, the first day going out first, um, something I don't think I've done from from memory. But uh, you know, to 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 do that as well and especially with the current kind of formula of car where you know you don't want to rerun you kind of want the car to be cold at least from our team's standpoint you know so you know it takes a while to get ready to go back out again and you've got to nail that first one and conditions were definitely ideal so definitely a lot of stress and and then to go out last for, for the fast nine um after seeing I was pretty relaxed, actually, until I saw, you know, the ECR cars run. And then once I saw finally uh Herters run, I was like, wow, I'm not sure we're going to really have enough. And then uh, once I saw that first big number on the dash, I was like, oh, we're within a fight here. You know, and now it's just trying to keep the thing on the track. And, my God, it was uh, it was definitely loose and it was uh, low on downforce. But, uh, you know, Ken and everybody on the team did a tremendous job.
0: One of the notes that folks have uh, asked about, inquired about was, uh, I guess maybe a radio exchange of Canon, maybe Trump, Michael Cannon, your race engineer, trying to keep you updated as to what was going on with some of the other cars, Carpenter included, and it may be any wing angle adjustments and you basically waving that off or, you know, not wanting to have all that information poured into your ears. As if going out and doing laps at 232 miles an hour around an oval isn't a strange enough occupation the average person cannot grasp. Maybe share some insights, Dixie, on the information management side, right? Maybe some drivers want to know every single thing possible about their rivals in the Fast 9. Maybe some like yourself are like, hey, you know what? Let's keep that simple. Is that just about kind of protecting your focus and mental headspace or how do you approach that?
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's it's <clears throat> it's an interesting one, right? You know, like, because we had four cars as well, and we had three going before us, you know, we we kind of had codes on, you know, uh, understeer and oversteer and just general balance and and things like that. And I was like, you know, in our pre-qualifying meeting, I was just like, I'm not sure it really applies because everybody car, everybody's car is slightly different in some way. You know, it's going to react differently. I said, I'm not sure. I want to know that information personally. I said, you know, give it to the engineers, then they can decide. You know i saw them changing the wings as we're going down uh, you know to, to uh you know down the line and, and people going in front of us and, and i know they're changing it kind of counteracting towards you know the competition and you know it's only going one way right it's they're not putting more downforce <laughs> in the car or, or making it understeer more um and it was a couple of changes and i just you know i told canon before uh qualifying starters i you know do what you think is best, man. Let's not go super crazy, but do what you think is going to win the poll. And I don't really want to know about it. I'll feel it out and see where it goes from there. And, uh, you know, they, they did a good job, man. He did, he did a superb job of reading the conditions. Um, you know, I think when you hear the numbers and you hear some of the changes, like we had several changes going on the car from, you know, getting into the fast nine to doing the fast nine. I was like, man, our car was pretty good yesterday. You sure to made these changes? Like, I don't really want to go into turn one not knowing what to expect again. Uh, but, you know, he, he made some good changes. There.
0: And tell me about that relationship a little bit. You know, Ken and I go back, you know, I was young and skinny at one point. That's how far we go back, Dixie. Um, <laughs> but you guys have been working together now for a year and a half or so. Obviously won a championship first time out. But this year is your first opportunity to, you know, go back to places And the two of you kind of work from at least one season of a script on setups and approaches and whatnot. Tell me about working with that crazy Canadian year two at Indy. What's this relationship like? How are you guys uh, getting on?
1: Yeah, it's definitely not calm. I would say that, Um, you know, he, he um, just in any situation, you know, typically what comes out of Cannon's mouth, you're like, oh, well, uh, okay. Like it gives you a, a different, you know, view on life in a lot of ways. So Um, You know, for me, it's been it's been enjoyable. It's it's, you know, it's always a roller coaster, but, you know, Canon has a big heart. He's a he's a great person and he brought, you know, new and different ideas to the team as well. And I think the combination with him and Chris Simmons, you know, just it's it's it works really well. You know, they're very different people. They attack the same problem very differently, but the outcome with the two of them on the same thing. You know is is very interesting but i got to say that for the whole engineering yeah. group you know what's been really impressive to me is that you know the the chips team has got bigger but the group has grown as one you know and and they are very open everybody's extremely open you know i think that kind of shocks some of the new people coming in it's just like wow we all debrief together we all you know there's nothing you can't hide anything these days anyway but everybody's it is very much about helping each other so you know that has been a big part, from you know our advanced engineering group to you know the the racetrack engineers to to everybody um, that works together. You know it's been um, it's been really fun to be a part of. You know I think in this scenario, and even TK's seen the changes. You know he left the team a few years ago, but coming back, he's like, wow, I didn't think it could get any stronger, but it has. You know, and and it's purely just the relationships. I think
0: it's been the interesting part to look at as well, Dix, knowing that every team coming in every new season, has made some changes to try and get better, right? No one's sleeping. No one's letting off the throttle. gets harder, though, I would say, when you have a season like you did last year where you win the championship. You have achieved as much as you possibly could if we're talking about the final outcome of being the champion. Sometimes there's that question of like, where do we go from here? <laughs> is it only yeah. down, right? Because you know the others are going to try and catch us. How do we stay ahead? I'm not saying pole at the Indy five hundred is indicative that you've got the field covered come race day, but do you at least have a sense of? Yeah, actually, it feels like we've made some good steps forward this season as well to uh, you know still be in a you know front running position.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, it's 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 an interesting you know, attack, you know, because you, you can, you can lay down a bit after a championship. And, and no, I think, I don't think, you know, you can really blame anybody for doing it, but you know, it it's it sometimes, you know, you don't focus on exactly what you need or, or maybe have the full push. But, you know, I think even with <clears throat> the, the addition of, you know, some, some uh, different people to the team, you know, that's kind of spurred that on as well. And I think, you know, with the likes of Marcus and then also with Alex and then, you know, you know, even Jimmy brings such a powerful kind of emotion to the team that you know it's it, it it's things like that that keep driving the team. You know, it's it's not about the mine car; it's about the whole team. You know, and and um, I would say you know the ten. You know, to see them come out of the box and win the first race that that was a sign for me. I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like it was so fun to see the smiles on the team's faces on everybody's. You know the 8, the 9, the 10, the 48, you know, and, and that's what's really important. And then everybody wants it more, right? So everybody's pushing more. So, you know, I think it's a, it's a vicious cycle, but it's a fun one to be a part of. And and uh, it's so good to see everybody having such great results. You know, like Marcus alone should have, you know, had some podiums this year, but just has had some terrible luck, which has been really unfortunate. But, you know, uh, it's it's a it's a really strong team. And, and for me, you know, I just feel very lucky and privileged to be a part of it. And that's for sure.
0: Last couple things, Dick. So, you mentioned some of your teammates. Alex Pelot, I'm trying to think of a teammate that you have had. I don't know. It might go back to Weldon, who is, you know, a very, a uh, bit of a, a character trickster, you know, somewhat always looking to have some fun, but also, you know, beach up as best as he could on track. I'm trying to think of a teammate that you've had, and I don't know how long with a, a personality like Palo, who I just think of as a little happy puppy dog with you know his tail wagging all the time. He seems genuinely overawed to be there, but isn't letting that slow him down. You know, he's acting like a kid in his first day of school, but he seems like he's become a pretty solid contributor to you and the rest of the team on the engineering side as well. Tell me about that kid. We've spoken about Marcus before, as you've said. We know about TK, but where does he fit in? I'd also love to get some thoughts on Jimmy Johnson, who was saying he wanted to pop down and listen in on some of the debriefs and whatnot, uh, post, you know, practice or qualifying. I'm like, hmm, preparing for twenty twenty two, are we?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's uh I don't know, I'm not sure you'll find a nicer person on the grid with Plu. Um he's just, you know, when I first met him, I was like, Oh, you know, this guy's really nice, you know, maybe it's a bit of a front, but He's just a nice person and, and he's so positive, um, you know, which, you know, does have a lot of uh, similarities to, to Dan, you know, where Dan was really super positive and And, you know, okay, Dan, I think, was more uh, showman as well than, than Palu is because Palou can be pretty relaxed, you know, and, and pretty laid back as well. But uh, he's been a he's been a um, a really fun, uh, easygoing teammate this year. And he's slotted right in, man. And the guy's damn fast. You know, obviously that that. That helps everything, uh, especially from the, tan- the team standpoint. But he also does it in a different way, as far as driving style and that. So it's it's opened us to something totally different. You know, Marcus and I are actually fairly similar in the way we like the car and a lot of <clears throat> the changes that we've been doing. You know, in the off season have aligned a lot. Uh, whereas Paloo's kind of come from a different angle of attack, and and that's been really interesting too. And I think it's helped us in some areas that we didn't even think were areas that we needed to work on so uh whether you know just in driving style and and you know preparation and all that kind of stuff so it's it's uh you know it's been great at this point and and obviously to be one two in points at the moment um you know it's huge and then you know i think again like <clears throat> with tk and and jimmy you know it's just been one of those things where it almost feels like we've been together for a long time which some of us have but it's been all very positive. Um, and again, you know, with, with Jimmy's work ethic and just attention to detail. And yeah, he's been he's been in the office a lot during the Indy 500. And, you know, he's not doing the event, but he's been in there a lot, kind of, you know, keeping a close eye on it. And I saw him even, you know, dropping some conversations of like, yeah, I'm really interested in this uh, oval <laughs> stuff, which, you know, I think everybody thought was going to be his natural progression anyway. But uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I and, mean, you know, I guess Chip will have to find another car to put to TK in as well, which should be fun.
0: Good Lord! Well, maybe it's next year. It's going to be the uh, the Indy two fifty. You know, TK will hop out, hand over to Jimmy at a pit stop, or it'll be like a good sports car race. Uh, That'd be cool. Let's uh, let's close in one or two quick things. The reinvention you mentioned, Dixie. I really do think that is worthy of a a deeper discussion and, and a feature story at some point in time because one of the things we've gotten a lot of questions on is hey those ed carpenter guys boy they just knocked it out the park for chevy right and qualifying but boy there are some big teams from the bow tie camp that didn't how and why and what maybe and i'm not asking you to speak on them specifically but i know that there have been a couple years where you know your ganassi team at indy just didn't have the speed and you guys tried everything and put in a ton of work, spent a ton of money during the off season, and you were playing midfield, you know, back of the field, frustrated. And it wasn't for a lack of effort. I think the reinvention y'all keep, have been doing of late keeps things fresh and keeps un, uncovering things. But for those who don't understand, hey, how can a Penske be fighting to get in with a willpower, which is insane? and yet you know a smaller team in carpenter can be vying for pole you share with folks how sometimes brother their years or even the biggest teams maybe just wander down the wrong development path
1: yeah and it's you know the hardest part is right it's very it's very difficult to you know cuz you're looking right but it's never going to be one or two big things it's it's 500 small things you know so you, you know when you look for it it's not an easy fix. And you, you know, you know that straight away from the situations that we've been in at our team when, you know, there's been other, uh, you know, I guess, teams and, and, and especially if they're the same manufacturer that are doing a great job, you know, and, and we saw that yesterday and you're trying to figure out why. Um, ECR is, <clears throat> ECR is kind of always crazy good. Um, you know, you've got to hand it to Ed Carpenter and all of his team. But when you look at, those cars, you, you just got to look at them, and you can see why, man. The attention to detail, you know, just the body fit alone on Ed's car, man. You see it. There's like you don't see any seams. Like they, they spend a lot of time just working on that car, and and you know that equates to the whole team's effort, right? So then that happens on that one, then it happens to the next one. Which would, which yesterday I was shocked. Uh, with with those two runs, you know, to get the cars so close, you know, a tenth of a mile an hour throughout the whole run is what basically separated them, which is which is Crazy. insane. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've been down that road. Um, it's not an easy fix. You know, I think Penske were, were a little off last year, you know, and, and we saw them working very early. I think it was Wednesday we saw them doing some initial, you know, qualifying trim runs and we're like, wow, this is very early. You know, we we. We never really kind of veer off track until Fast Friday, you know. To to go, we we feel like we were confident, had a good base for aero configuration, but also for mechanical. So, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to think that Will Power was fighting to get in the race. You know, one of the greatest uh, qualifiers in general, um, you know, of our time, but also of IndyCar history. You know, fighting to get in the field—that's that's insane. Um, you know, so it, it it's definitely a, a you know sad situation. That I saw Will in, and I you know feel bad for him. But it's not him, you know, it's it's just the car didn't have the speed, you know, and, and those days are very tough. But, yeah, I guess the, the the short answer is it's never one thing, man. It's it's a lot of small details that, that create that, you know, deficit. And it's heartbreaking for a big team when you see a somewhat, you know, we call them small teams. They're not small teams anymore, but them just, you know, your competition doing a better job. And, and uh, you feel like you should be flying the flag for that manufacturer. So, you know. It's team Penske. They'll turn it around. You would say
0: all you want to hear is an engineer jump up from their chair. I found it. We're going to raise the front (laughs) ride height. One flat problem solved. We found three miles an hour. Let's finish on this dick. So got this little race coming up on Sunday. Um, At least in the final practice yesterday after the fast nine, you and the Ganassi camp fast again, running in a tow, Right. You've demonstrated the ability to put in quality no toe uh, or no toe ish laps, the ability to run quickly in a pack. I and mean, those are the two you get one or the other. You know, there's really nothing in between. You get one or the other. It seems like you and the team have something pretty darn solid moving towards carb day in the race. Any thoughts you can share about passing, whether you think you know, this is going to be a day if conditions stay not too hot, which is what's predicted. You think fans might be able to see some quality racing, not putting the prediction on you if it doesn't happen, blame Dixon. But what, what do you think folks can look forward to? And you think it's going to be a proper fight between engine suppliers too.
1: It's always going to be a proper fight, man. And, and, you know, I think, uh, I would say it looks like the two are very competitive in race running for sure. Um, you know, there is a slight movement once you get to call speeds, but, you know, I don't think <clears throat> that equation is kind of the same once you get to the race running stuff. But, um, I don't know, you know, that's the hardest part with this race. It's always wide open, right? You know, I think uh, sometimes the person you're racing at the end, if you're racing for, for the win, is not always the person you thought that was going to be there. You know, um, Ray Hall did a tremendous job last year, both, you know, Sato and, and Graham were, were, you know, were right there um it it i think the racing should be a little bit better it looks like the the weather is going to trend for cooler conditions so far i think it's it's really hot today and tomorrow and then um you know we're gonna have some rain and and then you know that that will help the racing for sure um how much i'm not too sure of but you know three four five back it definitely gets really tough i think you can see the first two can swap the lead pretty easily uh, back and forth because the car is definitely pretty draggy, and, and the toe is is pretty massive from this car. You know, gone from the days of, you know, when I won won the five hundred. You know, you could break the toe if you trim the car out enough. You could you could pull away from the car behind. You know, which uh, that just doesn't happen anymore. So, I expect it to be a crazy finish as normal. Um, you know, hoping that the the nine car is is in in the mix. Um, but again, you know, I I just it, this race is so wild and so crazy. I you know I think there's there's a possibility of 15 or 20 different combinations that could be fighting it out, you know? So, uh, I'm excited for it. And the fans should be too.
0: Dixie. Thanks for taking some time. Thanks to our good pals at the justice brothers, Toronto Motorsports.com and Cooper tires. Hopefully we're uh, talking here in about a week. Uh, can't wait for this race to get going and find out who the uh, winner of the 105th Indy 500 happens to be. Thanks brother. Looking forward to it, man. Cheers.